0: If you are a small business owner and you have no set of financials, you're not tracking your business finances, you have no concept of how much you're making throughout the year, you wait for your tax return to put it all together so that you can check a box and make sure that the IRS is taken care of, if that is you, then I promise you, you're overpaying your taxes. So let's talk through how to take control and actually put something together, a system together so that you can make sure you are not overpaying in your taxes for 2023 because right now we're at the end of the year now's the time so go grab your coffee get ready get some notes like take all the notes because i'm gonna uh, spill Hey, friend. Welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself late at night searching for tax deductions, How to track your business finances or QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to go this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp. Ask the financial basics, to know the cool when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm put them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. Too often I find that business owners are so focused on growing the business on the day-to-day, the meetings, the interruptions, all this sort of stuff that they put off messing with their business finances. And I get it, finances, accounting, tax, it is generally not the most exciting thing for most business owners because most business owners are really good at doing other things. You're really good at whatever, maybe you're a great salesperson. Maybe you've got this widget that you're manufacturing and it's amazing and it's changing the world. I don't know. (laughs) Or maybe you're an influencer and you love doing fashion on Amazon. It can be a number of things, but Finances, I'm guessing, are not your forte. They're not something that like gets you out of bed. Because let's be honest, it doesn't get most people out of bed, myself included. I mean, it's accounting and tax. It's not like it's a thrill a minute, right? But you've got to take it more seriously. I promise you, if you are not taking your finances more seriously, you are leaving money on the table. Yes, your accountant. Might be able to wave their magic wand and do amazing things, and they're helping you reduce your taxes. There are always strategies, things like that. But if you don't have a good set of financials, the reality is you're gonna ever pay because you're likely not capturing all the things that you should be capturing on your taxes. So what does that look like and what's the best system in place? Because yes, you can use QuickBooks and QuickBooks is great. Um that obviously costs and I don't know what QuickBooks issue is, but I don't even know I've lost count honestly at this point how many emails I've gotten in recent months where their prices are going up. I don't even know how much they cost at this point anymore. Um, but their prices are going up and up and up and up and up. Don't get me wrong, I think QuickBooks is great for a lot of business owners, but a lot of people jump into QuickBooks too soon. And I've said this in podcasts before where I just want you to pause before you jump into the whole QuickBooks thing. If you're just starting out sub 100,000 in revenue, maybe even sub a couple hundred thousand in revenue, it might not make sense to get quickbooks or if you don't have a ton of transactions then it may not be the best place for you to start. At some point hopefully your business grows and you will need something like that. I I love software, it's great. I'm all about things that make your life easier that I see far too often where business owners go in to do their own accounting, their own bookkeeping, and QuickBooks makes it just easy enough to where they are able to go in and create what they think are good financials. In reality, they mess them up and it's not good information. Truly garbage in, garbage out. So I just urge you to be really careful at pulling the trigger on that. If you're just starting out, maybe you're a uh, more of like a side hustle and you have a a full-time gig, you don't have to have QuickBooks or any sort of financial system like that to have financials. The reality is, is you can use Excel. You don't even have to be an Excel guru for you to use Excel and make sure that you've got everything. If you have a business bank account, which side note, if you don't, please for the love of all things holy, go get a bank account that's only through business. Because if you were trying to flip through personal and business transactions and capture it all for your finances. It's just not going to happen. Number one, it makes it super hard. Number two, it's also super hard to justify to the IRS that the stuff that you've pulled out is for business. Because who knows? Uh, Maybe it is, maybe it's not. And if you're sitting in front of an IRS agent, and you're like, No, I promise, this trip to target really was business and like, well how do you know? because it's mixed in between all your other target trips that weren't business. I'm just telling you like go get a business bank account. You don't have to have an LLC to do that. You can just be a sole proprietor operating as a DBA and have a business account. But for sure, get a separate account because if you're mixing it all together, it's just a recipe for disaster on every level. Once you have that done, then you have bank statements that you have every month. And then that way, if you have your business bank account, you have a business bank statement, it's a whole lot easier to go through and figure out what's what. If it's a deposit, and it's from a customer, and it's not something that you've transferred in from your other bank accounts to add cash to the business, then it's revenue. So that's easy. You know your deposits are revenue most likely. Then everything else aside from distributions and you paying yourself is going to be a deduction. So you should be able to go through and categorize what's what's. Go through and I would say just some generic categories to go from things like office deductions, supplies, meals and entertainment, travel, auto, hotels, software, education, that sort of thing. You're gonna be trying to put things in categories as they make sense. You might have some that you're just not sure about. You know they're business deductions, but you don't know how to code them. It's okay to put that in kind of a bucket and have your accountant look at it. <laughs> I wanted to take a moment really quick to let you know that the Tax Savings Institute is live. I am super excited about this. This has been uh, very much in the works for years. I have wanted to put together some sort of a course where I can teach you all of my tips and tricks and the things that I know. Up until this point, I've never shared it with honestly anyone. I mean, even my tax clients that I have helped them reduce their taxes, I do the work, but I've not really taught them how to do it all, how to take control, really implement these tax savings on their own at this level. Go sign up for the Tax Savings Institute now. Take your small business finance in your own hands, your tax savings in your own hands. Go sign up. It's super affordable. Not only do you get all of my tips and tricks and all the savings and all the things that I do for my clients that I work with one-on-one, you get it for a fraction of the cost. This is honestly, it's so super cheap that I've been told I'm crazy for offering it this cheap. So go uh, in the link in the podcast, sign up for it when you do it right now. You actually also get a live Zoom with me twice a month And you can come on and ask whatever questions that you have of me. Honestly, my hourly rate is a lot more than even this one module of the Tax Savings Institute. So if you're able to come on and leverage my time on these Zooms and bring the questions that you have, it's just a no-brainer. So go into the podcast notes right now, sign up for the Tax Savings Institute, and I promise you won't regret it. Try to keep it as neat and organized as possible to where they can go through and look and you can tell them, hey, I had this particular transaction that I did and I wasn't sure what to do with it or whatever. But if you are summarizing, and I would say do this by month, your transactions, you should then be able to know you have all of your revenue, you've got your categories. Then at the end, revenue minus your deductions, your expenses should tell you how much profit that you had. Now here's the trick. How do you know if you caught everything? Did you get all the transactions? If you're doing this manually in an Excel spreadsheet, that's where it gets tricky. That's where you're not really sure if you did or you didn't. If you go through and you know what your beginning make account balance was, and then you add in any revenue, add any expenses, the bottom line, if you, if you add in, you have your, Big any bank account balance, you add in your revenue and you take out your expenses, then that, that sum, that, that bottom line number, when you put all those together should be your any bank account balance. You can easily use Excel to kind of figure that out. And when you do that, then essentially what happens is, is that any number should be your any bank account balance and it should tie to your bank statement. And if it doesn't, then you miss something. You've got to go figure out where that is. This is where it can get a little tricky with using Excel versus QuickBooks. And that's why I say if you don't have a ton of transactions. A ton being if you've got anything less than 40 or 50 transactions a month, you could easily use Excel to track all this. I would say when you get more than like 50 transactions, it's probably too much. Um, You can get a little fancier with this and do pivot tables and all sorts of stuff in Excel. And if you're a really good Excel kind of guru, you can dump out the transactions from your bank account into a CSV or into Excel and then add a column and kind of go through and just tell it what your codes are. And then from there to a pivot table where it'll actually summarize it all and you'll know what's what. So you can get fancier on this. I'm trying not to over make this over complex because I'm trying to make it to where you have a system that's manageable, that doesn't take a lot of time, energy and effort so that you do it. And I want you to actually look and know what have you made each month? What is your profit? What, like, how much are you spending on software? Maybe you have no idea that you're spending $1,000 a month on software and you thought you were spending $200 a month on software. You've got software in there that you shouldn't be because you're not even using it anymore and you should be canceling that subscription. How do you know that? If you don't look at your finances every month, how in the world do you know that if you're just ignoring it? You don't. And therein lies the issue. The things that we measure are the things that we improve. If you are not measuring, monitoring, tracking, then you're not improving. So If you're looking to improve your finances, you're looking to grow your business, then I dare say you need to be taking your business finances seriously. If you're not, it's just not going to happen. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I don't want to be the bad guy. Um, But I am here to give you a little bit of a dose of reality because I just see it too often where people just, I guess they assume they can stick their head in the sand. Like, I guess it's an ostrich that does that, right? (laughs) An ostrich sticks their head in the sand and then they can't see anything. And if you can't see it, then it's not there, right? It's like my, my three and a half year old. I remember when she was little and I guess she still kind of does this now, but she would cover her eyes. And when she would cover her eyes, if she couldn't see you, then in her world, then you couldn't see her. She was hiding at that point. (laughs) And it's so silly. You know, I remember laughing so much when she would do this. I loved it. it was just so stinking cute. But we're no different. Like we try to cover our eyes and just assume nobody else can see us or, oh, I'm just going to ignore my business finances and I'm not even going to mess with it. If I ignore it, then surely it's okay. Not true. And not only that, but not to go down a totally different rabbit hole here, but energetically, if you're avoiding something like that, do you honestly think that that kind of energy is going to help you grow your money? No, it is not. Um, so even when you get into like the energy of things, which is a whole other topic that is not for this particular episode if you're interested in stuff like this let me know I can definitely do episodes on it but the energy of avoiding things and putting it off because you just don't want to deal with it or it's confusing or it's frustrating or whatever if you have that kind of energy with your money and your finances and your business and I can just tell you that that energy is only going to bring more frustration more issue it's not going to grow not at the level that you're wanting it to so get your head out of and create a system, whether it's in Excel, whether it's using pivot tables, whether it's straight up data entry, whether it's using QuickBooks, or if you can afford it, outsourcing it to someone who can do the bookkeeping for you. But for the love, please look at your finances every month. Take it seriously. Look at those finances every month. Track it. How are you doing? What are those metrics that you need to be looking at? If your profit is not where you want it to be, where it should be, then put a plan in place to change that on your taxes. If you are overpaying your taxes and it is not where you want it to be, then the only way that you're going to make an improvement there is by taking the bull by the horns and getting it figured out and either hiring someone to help you with it, joining my tax savings institute where you can start educating yourself, but put focus on it. The things that we put a spotlight on, the things that we're focused on are the things that we improve, period, and the story. So if that is you, go into the link in my bio uh, or my profile rather, and you can uh, join the tax savings institute. You can sign up for a discovery call with me and so that I can help you know kind of where you're overpaying in taxes or if you need help with accounting uh, we can absolutely help with that as well Um, and if you have enjoyed this episode share it with a friend who is struggling with the finances in their business share it with them because more people need to know and how to handle these things also leave me a five star review, it truly helps me so much. And it doesn't just help me, it helps more people just like you. More people just like you are sitting there probably at their computer right now, fresher over their finances, and they don't know what to do because their accountant, their CPA, whatever is not helping them. And they're looking for someone to help make this easier to understand. So if you would leave me a five star review, I can get out to more people and help them just like you. And that would just honestly, it just helps this whole thing thing keep going. And it truly is the heart of why I even started this podcast. So with that said, thank you so much for taking the time out today to join me on this episode. And I cannot wait until next time.